Welcome to Season 2 of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kel B. Bachman. The song you just heard is Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses, and it is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Tanner Burke. So Tanner wrestled for Cresco High School and was a two-time state qualifier, finishing as a runner-up his junior year. He went on to UNI, but unfortunately, injuries derailed his college career. Tanner now lives in Cresco and has four kids of his own. He also helps out with the Cresco Youth Wrestling Club. So with that being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy Tanner Berg. So what are you up to nowadays? Uh, so I work for Farmers One Co-op, which uh doing a you know agronomy work. Uh I'm a, was an agronomist, just took a, a different role within the company as an assistant agronomy manager. So currently kind of juggling two jobs in the company as we transition, you know, into that, that new role, you know, full time. So, so yeah, your dad had a, he was in the ag industry too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was an agronomist. Uh, yeah. No, he wasn't an agronomist. He was, a feed, he's feeding, you know, worked with feed, feeding ingredient manager um, for IAS, you know, innovative ag. Yep. So he's still there. He's now the VP of feed, I think. Yeah. Now, so, so you, you know all about that industry, right? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, as much as I can, I, I do ask him because I've always been curious. He doesn't talk much about what he does or whatever. So, but I've picked his brain a little bit and um, yeah, he doesn't deal too much with the agronomy side, more with the feed, but yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So yeah. odd hours and yeah, hard to set schedules and you know, that's just uh part of it. Yeah, I worked with him. Me and my brother both worked with him for a summer. I think Cody worked with him for a couple summers, running in hydrous tanks around and filling those and doing stuff like yeah. that. I don't know if you work much with hydrous, but I do. Yeah, yeah, the glamorous part of the job, man. <laughs> yeah. One, one time i I thought I thought I was in trouble. I I breathed it in a little bit too much, and I couldn't catch my breath. And I was like, oh, I was almost starting to panic that I was like not going to be able to catch my breath and but yeah, eventually it worked yeah. out okay. But I I was freaking out because man, I don't like to inhale that stuff. Right. Yeah, I'd be lying if I said that never happened. So that yeah. that's, that smell of spring, we always say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a lot more a uh, lot more cautious and respectful of those people pulling those those anhydrous tanks and the the feed trucks driving around and the tractors and when it's spring and when it's fall and harvesting. Yep. It'd be kind of a new yep. appreciation for that whole, you know, spectrum. Right. Right. So um, I started this podcast to get more exposure to the Nebraska wrestling team. Yep. Um, they're really good. They just don't get the exposure, the attendance really that, uh, you know, the basketball or, you know, the football obviously gets. And so I just wanted to promote them a little bit. And then as I started to think about it, I wanted to 
talk to people that I looked up to or that I respected and watched and growing up. And, you know, so far it's been great. And I've talked to a lot of people that I've like, you know, back in the day, you're like, holy cow, that like Kyle Slifko was the one that really came to mind where I was like, man, I was afraid of you. It's <laughs> just right. You know, <laughs> um, were you afraid of him? You know, I mean, maybe if he was on your own team, he might not be as afraid or intimidated, but. Yeah. Oh no. I, I I mean I got some good Kyle Slowska stories when I go through them. So <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh he, I, I mean the funniest one I have. So we uh we're on a cold school bus driving to a I think we're doing like Osage, you know, mm-hmm. so probably uh you know, forty five minute bus ride. Mm-hmm. And he just sat there the whole time, never talked to anyone, just you know, right, right across the, the aisle there. And, um, all, all of a sudden we're like about to pull into town and, uh, uh, all of a sudden he chimes in on something and it's like, dude, your, 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 uh, headphones are still plugged in. Right. Like, Oh no, I didn't have them plugged into nothing. I was just listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so like just classic Kyle stuff like that. I mean, it, it just an interesting cat. So, yeah. <laughs> um, well, what about yourself? So where, where do you live now? I'm in Cresco. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I went, went to you and I or whatever, then, uh, right out of college, came back home and actually swung a hammer for a little while. Did, did, uh, uh, carpentry work with my uncle building houses and okay. uh stuff like that and then yeah uh uh travis blockus which would be you know michael blockus's dad mm-hmm. he actually hired me at the co-op there um you know so that's kind of how we kind of laid roots in the area and stuff uh yeah, I got got a job just north of decor there and broke and and yeah we just we live just outside of Cresco. um and yeah, I'm helping with the youth club quite a bit, and and uh, yeah, still still heavily involved in the the Crestwood wrestling program. So that's what Kyle said. Yeah, um, you know, it's um, I'm gonna be honest. I had no idea what where you were, what you were up to. You know, um, so this is gonna be kind of uh, fun and interesting to see sort of you know where you're at in your life. You know, yeah. Um, same with Kyle. I had no idea what he was up to. Um, that's what makes this kind of fun. And that's why I like to enjoy, you know, I enjoy doing this, you know, not only to right. talk about what you've been, you know, what you did and everything, but also see what you're you're up to now. And it sounds like you're giving back to the sport that, you know, gave you so much. Yeah, no, it, it's, I mean, I've wrestled since what I was four years old. So, I mean, kind of when you, when you leave the sport or if you have an injury or something, I mean, you can, you can, you feel like a party is missing almost. And that's mm-hmm. where, um, you know, we've always gravitated back to. And, and, uh, uh, I mean, honestly, you know, the, the wrestling family and, and, um, support system, you know, uh, is unbelievable. Once you, once, you know, you sit in the gym every weekend, you know, all winter long for how many years in a row, the same <laughs> families, you know, it's, mm-hmm. It gets between we become a pretty tight knit group and and uh, you know the tradition in Cresco. I mean, you know, de- definitely a diehard wrestling town and uh, yeah. 
yeah so i mean just the support from all the businesses around the area and, and uh uh just kind of like a generational thing too like as far as you know so and so oh yeah they're their grandpa wrestled their uncle wrestled so it's it's yeah fun community to be in yeah i bet you know and yeah they are just they are some of the most passionate fans in the state you know um especially given the size of the town you know um it's like it's almost like when you watch or you hear about football in texas you know and the whole the whole uh, city closes down or the whole town closes down Friday night for the watch the football game. I feel like that was the vibe from Cresco. Like, Oh, it's, it's, you know, Friday night. I think you guys dueled on Fridays, right. For conference. Uh, uh, that used to kind of be a thing. Yeah. Now, now I think it's yeah, kind of whenever it fits in, mm-hmm. you know, our conference schedules are, I mean, they, they, yeah, wrestle boys and girls, same night, JV, all that now. But uh and yeah, same on the basketball side to do boys and girls, same town, everything. So there's actually four four games every night. And it's like, yeah, the schedule scheduling thing is a mess right now until we get a few more yeah. more gyms and, and all that. But yeah, no, our uh you know, like I said, go back to like uh how everyone's got kind of that tight nick group someone's you know their their brother wrestled whatever but yeah there's just a ton of tradition in this town when it comes i mean to wrestling and and um you know not just at the high school level at the the youth level Mm -hmm. um collegiate level i mean we got olympian um uh you know fun fun fact too is uh you know dr uh harold nichols and and gary kirtlemeyer um you know, some, some big names in the sport, you know, Harold Nichols was a coach at Iowa state, mm-hmm. you know, dual and, you know, Gary Kuramire head coach at, at Iowa Hawkeyes, you know, he was the coach before Gable mm-hmm. and both their hometowns, you know, Cresco number one versus number two. And the, the head coaches of both programs are from the same hometown. Did, you know, did, they, so. duel in, did they duel in Cresco? Is that what you just said? No, 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 no. I said, uh, both, both They're from coaches. Cresco, okay. Yeah. Their hometown is Cresco. And it's like, I mean, that's probably a very rare occasion where, you know, if that's ever happened again, I'm not sure, but you know, it's, uh, you know, kind of a big deal. And we got, uh, you know, Tom Peckham, he's Olympian, um, Dr. Norman Borlaug. I mean, just a lot of tradition and, and, you know, they're all, they're all were proud of being wrestlers and all proud of being from Cresco. So, um, you know, and then we got the Hall of Fame in town uh, for for Iowa High School. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then it, I mean, if it doesn't make it more of a staple, you know, on the side of uh, right next to the Hall of Fame, they put up a huge mural of of uh, um, you know, listing all Cresco's Cresco wrestling um, history that we have, and then then also um, some big names uh, that were from Cresco got you know, kind of their picture um, up on, on the side of a huge brick building there right on, on the main drag going through town. So, um, yeah, no, kind of, kind of nice to be in a community that's embracing it. And then, uh, uh, you know, the, like I said, the, the area businesses too, where they, they've, 
like at Farmers Win, and not saying we 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 look for Crestwood wrestlers, but at one point there was there was eight of us <laughs> that all came out of the Crestwood wrestling program that were were at the co-op at the same time, and it's like, you know, and, and not saying wrestlers are just laborers, but you know, it, it, definitely in the community, small town communities, laborers are needed, and uh, you know, so to put that on your resume, not. Not saying has a lot of clout, but they know you have a work ethic, right? And right, uh, willing to put in the work, and then uh, uh, not going to shy away from from grinding, you know, a little bit. So, yeah. So when did you start wrestling? You know, I think you said earlier when you were four. Yeah, I was four, I believe. My parents just, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I was annoying. Bigger brothers were wrestling, and and. Uh, uh, I'm sure I was just annoying enough to uh, <laughs> my parents finally said, all right, you can try this one. So, uh, it, it enjoyed it, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I had to sit a lot of tournaments. I, I know my mom always says stories about how I would just sit and study, study the matches or, um, you know, I wasn't the one running underneath the bleachers or out in the cafeteria screwing off. I, I was always watching, you know, Matt side and, and, um, kind of captivated by the sport. Um, you know, so, uh, at a very young age was, I, I would say kind of, kind of, kind of a mat rat, you know, where, <laughs> yeah. um, that, that was already, you know, kind of the main sport or main focus in the household. Mm-hmm. Did you do any um, other sports? I did. Yeah. I played, um, football until, Oh, what was it? Probably, uh, my freshman year mm-hmm. and then played baseball till my sophomore year in high school. Um, I, I actually, there was a stint there, there was a bet in the house too. I, I played basketball. I, I have to admit that I played basketball from, uh, fourth grade until seventh grade. Um, wow. I was, in a, I was, I was in a pretty bad car accident, fourth grade, um, where I fractured my eye socket. So I couldn't oh, wow. do like full on contact sports there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the doctors were fine with basketball, just because you know not as uh, physical of a sport. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so actually, my brother's wife, she uh, she she was dead set that her, her her money or her stock was in me playing basketball. And and uh, wow, yeah, I guess she was wrong, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> You know, I did all the AU AU basketball stuff there for a couple of years too. So yeah, when I when I did eighth grade, kind of didn't do the split season, went all in on on wrestling, and then never looked back. Obviously, so wow, what what made you sort of go all in on on wrestling then? I just the obvious, you know, just smaller. Um, you know, had another injury, so my freshman year, uh, dirt biking, I was going down a gravel road actually. Uh, broke my elbow, um, hit a, hit a deer on my dirt bike going like, you know, 50 mile an hour. Um, so, and and that happened like the weekend before football camps or my freshman year in high school. Mm -hmm. And, and so like I missed football season, but I was good for wrestling and, and, uh, you know, so that was kind of the start of it. And I was smaller, you know, I hundred and, you know, uh, wrestled 112 my freshman year and uh you know so just kind of the writing was on the wall that way um you know i think think uh my older brother ty's influence too a little bit of watching him 
you know, at you and I wrestle already. Um, kind of, you kind of seen if, if that's the route you wanted to go, you kind of had to, you kind of had to choose. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, so yeah, I'd just say a few key events, um, when they happened, uh, kind of just set the tone of, you know, uh, and, and not that I didn't like the other sports cause like baseball was a lot of fun, you know, football, mm-hmm. you know, had a lot of friends out, out for that too. But, uh, you know, just, just kind of, you know, I, and I wouldn't recommend that kids have to just be single sport athletes by any means, right. you know, especially in smaller, smaller communities where it's already hard enough to make a team. Um, but yeah, just de- depending on the goals people have and stuff, I think, you know, if it's bigger than, bigger than maybe the team, then yeah, they, they, they can be a little bit selfish and that's all right. So. Yeah. I thought I remember you wearing one of those big black face masks, you know, on your headgear and, um, you know, so it protected your face. Um, gosh, I, I forget what grade that was. You know, my brother Cody, he would, he would remember. He, he yeah. had it on. And, uh, was that, yeah. Was, did you, were that even after you broke, you know, you fractured your eye socket for a while? Uh, no, that was probably a broken nose. Yeah, broken nose or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, Jeez. I'm not saying I'm accident prone, but like, yeah, stuff just, it was, yeah, if it was bound to happen, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've, yeah, broken my nose like three times. <laughs> <laughs> all, were you all wrestling or, or dirt biking or? Uh, most of them were, yeah, all wrestling, yeah, up on the noses, but, but yeah, I got other dirt bike injuries, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. I also remember you, I forget what year it was. You had a big shoulder brace. Yeah. You. Yep. So my junior year, um, oh, what was that? He got tossed in the headlock and didn't go and, uh, uh, crossed like the front of my sternum. And then my AC joint, my right shoulder, um, kind of screwed all that up, um, uh, mm-hmm. mid season there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the recommend of the shoulder brace, uh, you know, odd, odd thing is, so that was on my right shoulder, get that, you know, fully recovered. And then yeah, in college went down the road of having, having to put the brace back on had three shoulder surgeries on my left shoulder. And that was, that, that was the career. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, um, I guess let me, yeah, back up a little bit in your wrestling career. So you, you did you wrestle still AAU circuit throughout, you know, elementary and middle school while also playing basketball? So I did in my eighth grade year, we, I placed, I think I got, it was seventh or eighth. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, I mean, just did a, you know, a pile of gym tournaments, um, that, that, uh, seventh or eighth grade year. Um, I, I think probably had 60 matches, which, mm-hmm. you know, at the time was, a, I mean, a lot, it, it, it isn't, you know, the tournaments weren't as saturated as they were or, or as they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember driving, driving to Wisconsin a couple weekends. Um, oh, really? Just yeah, just me and Mitch Creener trying to get get mad time. Um, Mitch was uh, also a classmate of mine, um, best friend growing up. Um, 
but uh but yeah i mean we we were wrestling you know multiple multiple tournaments a weekend and just yeah anywhere we could go to get get a match we were and then um and then yeah that that year uh and i would say probably out outperformed you know probably where i should have been i you know probably expected to place but really didn't didn't probably deserve it or didn't didn't say necessarily have the credentials because like i said i mean we we just were trying to get extra mat time their gym tournaments but um at at the same time didn't do a lot of like club practice wasn't a thing back then besides Mm -hmm. you know you just did your junior high season and that was pretty much it um Yeah. So then what were, what were you thinking going into your freshman year then, you know, what was your, did you have any goals? Did you have any, you know, did you have your sights set on a certain vision or? Uh, well, the start of the freshman year, that was a, you know, kind of a eye opener. Um, you know, obviously being a, a place winner and, mm-hmm. and, um, having two other brothers that, uh, you know, I'd been, been in the varsity program and, and stuff. I, it wasn't like added pressure or anything, but, um, you know, expectation was obviously make the varsity lineup, mm-hmm. you know, um, which, which is crazy. That's all the expectation was, but right away I, I didn't have a spot, you know, um, I wrestled my first, uh, you know, varsity match as a freshman at 125. Whoa! Wow, really? That's that, that's also this. Yeah, we had a senior that uh, had gotten in some trouble or whatever, and and, uh, uh, and we we I mean we were able to forfeit it, so you know uh, ended up going there first because we knew that was you know kind of the plan, and then uh, uh, yeah, that was the first match, and then the whole next week our 19 pounder didn't make weight. So I filled in there. And then I actually, I think I had like one JV match in there and I tag for the kid in like a minute type thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely knew I, you know, it sucks. I, I was kind of being the utility man at the beginning of the season for the team, but right. um, kind of a good eye opener for me, you know, kind of thinking I was maybe a little bit titled, but at the same time, you know, at Crestwood wrestling, it, I mean, we did have depth at that time. Um, so yeah, it wasn't until like right at, right before Christmas break, you know, found my spot there at one twelve. Um, yeah. And I, I would just say my freshman year, like I didn't have enough big match experience, you know, pressure definitely got to a guy. Um, didn't know maybe how to finish a match or, or, you know, be be savvy enough where we're like, if you shouldn't be shooting, you know, just stall it out on your feet type thing. And yeah. Um, and then, you know, also freshman year ended up losing my brother there towards the end of the season. And that was, you know, pretty, uh, pretty impactful day in our household and, and, you know, still, still face the challenges of that. Um, but, you know, it was one of those things, uh, looking back kind of catapulted me to a different mindset of, you know, life here isn't, isn't necessarily, you know, set in stone that you're going to, you know, live to be 80, you know, so don't take anything for granted. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was really, really 
I mean, it was a struggle for, you know, a few months there, no doubt, you know, um, even so his funeral was on a Friday and decided I was going to go wrestle that uh, Saturday night against Osage at Cresco. And I had family home, all that stuff for the, for the funeral and decided that like, you know, three in the afternoon and I'm 12 pounds overweight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, but, yeah. but, you know, like definitely don't want to, you know, step out on the mat if I wasn't ready, but it was like one of those things where like, you know, he wanted to want me to miss a duel because of him type thing. And, and knew, knew, knew if I could, you know, and that was, I mean, like crashing my dirt bike. I, when I hit that deer, um, you know, it was my brother, Adam, that I didn't go to the hospital right away. He made me get back on my dirt bike and I had a broken elbow. Like you're going to, you're going to get back on the horse. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it was kind of no different, no different. In that scenario was you're going to wrestle again. So it might as well be, might as well be the same week. And, uh, uh, you know, kind of, it, it, and I, and I, I, yeah, I don't regret that I did and, and extreme, you know, extremely proud of my performance, you know, had, that's probably the only match, uh, got family from North Carolina, only match they were able to see me wrestle, um, in high school. So it's like a lot of other cool things came out of it, but, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, it, uh, I don't know what the best word would be, you know, change, change the direction of, you know, my you know my life or it was impactful enough that yeah i mean your outlook on life changes and then you know kind of how the whole dynamic of our family changed and and uh you know my brother ty stepped up and you know was the the big older brother now and and um we're all very tight before before all that but uh you know strengthened our relationship a lot so yeah how did wrestling help you know, when your brother passed and, and how did your team support you? You know, I think I, I, I sort of chatted with Kyle about it, you know, and I mean, uh, with as close as I feel wrestling can be sometimes it's almost like, I don't want to say it, it, you know, cause it's obviously not the same when you lose a family member, but almost as if they lost a family member too, in a way. Right. Yeah. And you know, that's the, I mean, like I said, both my brothers came up through the Crescent program, um, were very influential, um, you know, team captains, leaders, that type of thing. Um, you know, so, uh, I mean, my, my team was great. I mean, they all, you know, were there for me. They all, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was, it was incredible. The amount of support we had from the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say, you know how it, it, it was either hunting or wrestling for me. Like, you know, not saying there wasn't a lot of church till that happened, but I mean, there's a lot of days you're probably thinking, you know, yelling at the sky, like, God, why would you do that? You know, mm-hmm. like, at 22 years old, um, doesn't make a lot of sense. Where, you know, I I would either you know go jump on a treadmill or or you know go work out just uh you know kind of mentally you know, break those memories or break the, you know, that train of thought of being so upset mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, and, and there was a lot of benefit, you know, a lot of healthy ways of doing it. Um, and then same thing with like hunting, you know, it was, it was, uh, you know, my, 
I thought was always there's always more there's more God in the tree stand than there's a church pew. Well, you know, when you're out in nature and and, and you know, uh God's you know, beautiful creations, then it's one of those things where uh that that was also my, you know, kinda release at, at the same time growing or during during those next couple of years. So mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean my sister, she was a manager on that team. Um on the wrestling team. So I did all the stats and all that stuff for us. And, and, um, you know, so we, I mean, we relied on that group a lot. I mean, yeah, Kyle, I mean, Kyle was another big one, you know, she's my sister's in Kyle's grade. Um, you know, so that, that age group really, I mean, you know, stepped in and helped her and, 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 you know, also me and then I, I would say you know a lot of my my close classmates there that are on the wrestling team i mean they all i mean they were all there for me and then obviously you know every year after that you know that date just doesn't go away i mean it's mm-hmm. january 31st it's i mean they they knew they i mean well that day would come up so yeah and so that's only what two weeks you know maybe a week before sectionals maybe two weeks, you know, was the, yeah. So yeah. our conference tournament was that Saturday. Um, and so he got to watch me there. And then, the, um, then the Monday is when he passed. So it'd been yeah. like 29th was our conference. And then I think we had, yeah, we had an off week, which we threw an Osage as a dual, and then, then it was sectionals that year, like the following week. So two weeks, yeah, it was sectionals. And um, I mean, we can, yeah. So I, I never won a Northeast Iowa Conference title <laughs> in my uh, freshman year. I mean, that's, that just tells you how tough the conference is. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And, and kicking Waverly out, I'm not for like bring on the competition. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my freshman year, I think I got fourth, you know, like, uh, Waverly, I think it was, uh, Millie won it. And then, uh, Randy Evans from New Hampton and then Lars Allingson, you know, from Decora. I mean, just some freaking hammers. Yeah. I mean, all everyone that, everyone that placed ahead of me at conference was on the podium at state. You know, so that just, that just, yeah, it was a staple, but, um, you know, I would definitely, I, I didn't think I would go to state as a freshman, you know, I, I wouldn't even say that was the goal, but, you know, a- after, you know, the focus, I mean, yeah, it was, it was all over the board for the next couple of months. I mean, mm-hmm. um, started, you know, once I got, yeah, after that. I think it was maybe into my sophomore year. I started going to Norris wrestling club quite a bit. Um, over and over in, uh, Decorah mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, my focus probably wasn't the right spot there the next couple of weeks after you were one match away because I think you matched up with Cody in the first round of districts. Yeah. You beat Cody. And then I think, was that Randy Evans too at districts? It was. And yeah, the, the goofy part about that match was I got slammed. I could have laid there and went. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's like, you know, just, I mean, Randy was a step ahead of us, no doubt, you know? Yeah. 
he was. Um, mm-hmm. But that whole that I mean that whole North Fayette or yeah, it was Upper Iowa that districts. I mean, I mean, you think the Northeast Iowa Conference is tough? That that's even more of a meat grinder. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it was yeah pretty pretty incredible the i mean if you came if you came out of that districts it wasn't you have a chance at podium you have a chance at probably placing top top four or you know or was not uncommon that both guys ended up in the finals right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i always look back you know because we had brian rodas at 215 and heavyweight and he could never get out of there because there was like slifka there was ben layman there was like raising and it was like somebody was always the odd man out and right yeah unfortunately you were your freshman year you you had to wrestle i think it was name was chapman from denver Tripola. yep i do remember that one um if i remember right that was just a you know one of those tight matches that just fortunately didn't go your way right yeah no it uh and he was a pretty pretty good credential kid too um you know and that's the thing i would say like i didn't get into rankings or anything like that but Mm -hmm. like you know you'd hear some names and stuff like i would say earlier in my career i'd never beat someone i should have you know like we're kids nowadays right you know they can kind of get that um they they get a lot more exposure to high high level matches if they want to go find them right i mean mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of big tournaments closer i mean these they got these super clubs set up um you know where you can get practice partners within you know a, a two-hour radius in one one room and it's like nothing but hammers uh mm-hmm. that i mean and, and i had great practice partners for for you know the caliber i was at at that time, mm-hmm. um, not saying that cause in the practice room, it was very, very fortunate to always have, you know, good, good workout partners, but, uh, yeah, just kind of seemed like couldn't, couldn't ever get that win that I couldn't or that wasn't supposed to win on paper. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't seem to come until like my junior year. Yeah. But, what about your sophomore year? You said, you said your freshman year at the end of your freshman year or going into your sophomore year is when you started going down to the Norse wrestling club or down into. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and I would, you know, so that year I, yeah, I still played baseball in the summer, but it was pretty much hundred percent committed, uh, um, to wrestling or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, was at, I believe 19 that year. Cause I wrestled 19, my sophomore and junior year. And, uh, you know, that's I go back to say what's funny is, you know, I wrestled my, my first match as a freshman at, at 125. like obviously it was way undersized. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't, you got the stats on that one. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, uh, gosh, who'd I lose to a conference even? Well, here at, I got the wrestling bracket for 2007. Um, you were at 25, if I'm not mistaken. 2007? No, no, sorry. Yeah, you were oh, at 19. Yeah, 19, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, yeah, sophomore year. Sorry, when you got beat as a freshman, did that change your mindset a little bit? Like you were one step away from state? Did that kind of, you know, motivate you or 
put you, make you believe that, Hey, I might actually be jumping levels here and I can do more than, than what maybe I think I'm capable of. I, it, I would say it kind of, you know, I won't say it, it made me change my mind to think that I belong there. Cause I always thought I was, mm-hmm. but I, you know, like, you, you get thrown like like I said, I wrestled I wrestled JV one match, you know, at the beginning of the season. It's like, how how can you say you belong at state if you're on you're you're not even a starter in your own lineup? So like, I I already can't, I had the reality checks along the way enough to be humble enough to be like, you know, you, you can only make so many games within a season, but if if you really want this, you're gonna have to you know get your butt up in the morning and, and, and get to the fitness center and left or, um, you know, instead of going to sit on the couch, go for a run. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, it was pretty real, you know, and then obviously, uh, the past my brother added, you know, some fuel to the fire as far as any motivation or, or, you know, pain or being upset about it. I mean, I had enough reasons, I guess, to be motivated, um, mm-hmm. you know, and was, uh, was fortunate enough, like I said, to have good workout partners, um, you know, uh, Matt Beck, um, who was living with my brother at the time. I mean, he took me in underneath his wing. Um, he lived in Cresco. I mean, we lifted, you know, and worked out four days a week, um, every day when he got off of work. I mean, so I had enough people to keep me accountable. Um, and then I would say definitely like I enjoyed the process of, you know, getting better. I just probably wasn't, you know, had there been a immortal or, or something like that at the time that would offer that next level, you know, jump, I would have said it could have probably, catapulted even more but but given the the tools that you know are, are available at that time in northeast iowa or um you know we're, we're just kind of more so feasible or realistic um you know i took i took advantage of them um you know luther they had captain practices in the in the fall where you know just kind of their senior wrestlers would run an open room and it, you know ended up there at quite a few of those and, and just he always seeked out um, opportunities that you know probably probably weren't weren't uh, necessarily normal training or training um, opportunities, but uh, a few of them were pretty unique. You know, like uh, ended up Upper Iowa a couple times with Todd Smoss. Um, you know, where he put me through some of their workouts there. Um, just yeah, well, wasn't afraid to reach out in our community um, for for yeah a different spin or, or different flavor. Um, my sophomore year, I'd say too, um, started working a little bit on the side with like Jim Sovereign. Um, that's an old name uh, there in Cresco. Um, he uh, uh, had a little bit of funk to him, and and you know different way of kind of showing things but uh you know definitely would say a lot of a lot of tools he taught i wasn't getting at these other avenues and uh uh so yeah i mean just just had a a good support system where um 
you know, as going into the sophomore season, um, you know, it just took time. And, and obviously the results that happened sophomore season didn't even qualify for state also, but um, knew the process of, uh, you know, would eventually get there, you know, by my junior year, I'd be, with the opportunity presented, I'd be ready. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how, how did you end up your, your sophomore year? Um, now, did you make it to districts? That year? Yeah, I think, yeah, I went to districts every year. I just can't remember. Got, was it Kyle Pedretti maybe that went in the. That would have been, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he, and, he was a year older than you, so that would have been his junior year, which Pedretti won state as a junior at 119. Yeah, and I Crutzinger wasn't in his bracket, was or that weight, was he? No. Gosh, I can't remember who I wrestled. I don't remember who, who made it. I know. I, we, I mean, MFL was in our, our section that year at Cresco. Mm-hmm. But, uh, gosh, I can't remember who I would have crossed over with on the other side. It might it might have been Kramer from Independence. Uh-huh. I mean that that guy had my number. Uh, really? <laughs> we, I mean, we were we were buddies off the mat, big time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, but when we were on the mat, I mean, we would we would throw blows out there. We would, uh, you know, he he was very good on his feet, flowed flowed mm-hmm. flowed well, um, and. Uh, and I was kind of a hammer on top in high school and, and, uh, you know, sort of styles clashed where it's like, you know, I would kind of play defense, all defense on, on the, on the feet, mm-hmm. not give him a lot of opportunities. And, and, uh, you know, he, he was, you know, wide base, not doing much on bottom. So our, our matches <laughs> weren't very exciting because we knew each other pretty well, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, they'd get physical, a little chippy, but, um, you know, after we go hit the showers and, uh, you know, go have, I mean, yeah, probably should say this either, but you go have a Copenhagen and, and, and shoot the shit in the shower. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah, shoot. We're out of high school now. We're in our thirties. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> you know, I don't, I remember that being a thing on the bus, you know, but, uh, right. You know, um, yeah. So, I mean, were you, how, how tough was that then your sophomore year, you know, were you pretty, pretty beat down that you didn't make it to state, you know, that was kind of your goal. That was probably your vision that you set out to do and fortunately came up short again. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and that right, that was right during the time too, I think, uh, Oh, was it maybe, you know, the expectation of the team, mm-hmm. um, you know, was pretty high that year too. And I think, I, you know, we kind of all kind of had off day there. Um, we didn't qualify a lot that year. Um, gosh, what year was it? But yeah, no, it was, I think 06 was the first year of, uh, uh, Wells Fargo Arena, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. So your it was freshman year would have been the last last year. Yep, yep. So you know, coach, coach Ash and and Slefka there, um, which coach Ash was our coach my freshman year, oh five. He he, you know, got me down on the floor there at vets and then and into the basement and um. Another Kyle Slifka story there. Uh, uh, you know, Kyle's like, "All right, you got to experience this." You know, like we're gonna, they're gonna call call my name. My match is gonna be up, and we're come up these steps. And and all of a sudden, you can almost feel it. You know, it'd be dead dead quiet, and all of a sudden, you turn the corner, go up the steps, and like the noise just coming at you is unbelievable. Mm-hmm at vets um yeah i do remember my sophomore year the pain of like you know i i did want to be the first place winner not that the first place winner means nothing in wells for cresco but like it was a goal i mean it was um you know so but i was always good you know like didn't didn't sweat sit and dwell too long like Mm -hmm. you know you didn't get what you wanted. So, you know, get your butt back to work, quit feeling sorry for yourself. Like, you know, a big, big, big believer and you get what you deserve type thing. And and if it wasn't your day, um, you know, it, I mean, not going to overthink it and beat myself up. I was turn the page, short memory, you know, but get back to work, you know, was the, always the big thing. Yeah. So then, you know, turn the page to your junior year, um, almost a magical run. Not like, not like you weren't expected to, you know, that you weren't able or that people didn't think that you were capable of making it to the finals, but, um, just had to be just something that was just fun. Basically. I I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you could say I got a good draw, but you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, I think my quote in the paper was, you know, seventh rank Burke, you know, everyone comes, I think the quote goes like, everyone comes down here, the same goal, but either show up or you don't. And, you know, yeah, I rest the damn good tournament. I did. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, I was just laser focused, knew I had all the work put in, like, I had to re- redo body fat to even make it to 19 and, and um, you know, cause I think I was walking around at like, Oh, like 50 or 46 to, uh, to 50 right around there for most of the summer. And uh, you know, it, and I wasn't pudgy. I mean, like I said, I was lifting right. you know, four days a week and, uh, but like, I, I'm a, I'm an odd duck. I didn't mind cutting weight. Like that just meant, you know, more, more treadmill time, you know, working out two to three times a day was no big deal for me. Like just was part of it. And, uh, uh, but yeah, no, going down to the one nineteen. I mean, I was, I was Skeletor. Like I I my rest, I think my rest and heart rate was like, 43 or something crazy and like a 3.8 body fat. Why, why did you do that? You know, I was looking, you know, at the bracket brackets a little bit that, I mean, did you do it for the team? Did you do it just because you thought that's where you needed to be to be successful? Um, just 
why cut that much weight? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, I put on a lot of mass and I, I, I would say like knew what was capable, but I like, yeah, 25, I just, I mean, I, I didn't know it was a reality until I started cutting down to it. And it was like, you're there, you don't feel that bad. You know, at 25, I was like, then it was, all right, make 19, maintain. And and I did a good, I mean, then, I, I, you know, I went through a bigger growth spurt from my junior to senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like 25 wasn't an option, it was 30. You know, I rest. I wrestled my first match as a senior at 25, also, but like, um, just kind. I, I mean, I felt like complete crap. And that that I did wrestle 25 for the team for one match because, you know, again, another teammate got in trouble, um, or whatever, and and uh, kind of was you know the utility man just do whatever the team needed, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, no, at 119. I, I mean, like I said, I, I, I felt good. I mean, I might not, I looked like a skeleton probably, but like there's too many times now where I would say, you know, kids will, they, they're not putting in the treadmill time and they might not be cutting weight, but I mean, I can tell you in the third period, they're not, you know, out, out there pushing the pace anymore either, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I mean, that was, of my success in high school was I was in way better shape than than everyone. I, I beat you back to the center every time. Um, yep, I remember you always. Yeah, you were you were one that uh, hustled back to the center. Yeah, I mean, I was yeah high intensity and um, yeah, kind kind of. I wouldn't say you know like kind of stringy or wiry, kind of like Austin DeSanto was, or mm-hmm. um, you know wanted that that pace similar to, I don't know if you follow like Boba Sot right now. I mean, that kid, yeah. I, yeah, I got uh, high hopes for him. Cause yeah, he's got, what he's called machine gun mindset. It's, I mean, yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that type of, me- type of mentality was the pace I wanted to bring to the table and, and, uh, uh, seem, seem like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, a lot of kids nowadays, they lack that, you know, like mm-hmm. you can win the race back to the center, but okay. Can you, can you, you know, hand fight hard, you know, get physical, pull off two, three attacks, you know, that snap downs. Um, and it just seems like we're, you know, they might want a race back to the, the center and, and then they don't do nothing with it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's where I think, you know, by not cutting weight, they're not forcing themselves to get on the treadmill or make morning runs, um, you know, that type of stuff. And Mm -hmm. it it was probably too much weight. Like nowadays you wouldn't recommend it, but like, I wouldn't say it was a detriment to my health by any means. So. I just looked, I forgot. Yeah. 2007, 25 was Pedretti and Crutzinger. So they were. Yeah. And that was, that was the same district. That was yes. again, same, same districts. Yes. And sectional. They were at sectionals together too. Yeah. I don't know if we were at the same sectional that year, but yeah, same district for sure. Um. Yeah. Shitty part about that is, uh, so that same hotel that I stayed at, Crutzinger was at, 
and obviously Luke's Luke Sticko is that you know because we're teammates oh and God, uh, and Spooner and and Spooner from Forest City. Mm-hmm. So all four of us are at the same freaking hotel out in Altoona. All four of us get second. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a crappy crappy deal, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember who Spooner lost. Uh, oh, probably some hammer from Denver. You know, like the uh, Sorensen or Dylan Peters or something, and then, uh, uh, yeah, I lost to Dylan Miner, and Luke Sticka lost to Wagner from Osage. That was another. That was another matchup, I believe, from that same districts. Yeah, Spooner, or yeah, Sp- Spooner, right from Forest City. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, uh, Sticka. What a. I crossed paths with him at uh, Upper Iowa, and he was uh, he was a character as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. He's got a boy wrestling now. So, yeah is he is he around Cresco still or, or back around Cresco now? Yeah, yep. He is uh, actually uh, working just down the road from my house there at uh, uh, his wife's uh, family's got a big dairy. So, oh, okay. Yep. Um, yeah, just how, how special or, you know, was that run to the finals? You had a good tournament. I know you say you had a, a good draw, but you still have to wrestle. Yeah. Make weight and wrestle. You know, you made just a hell of a performance. You made a lot of people proud. I know you came up short, but you know, to wrestle on Saturday night is, is, is special. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. I mean, I mean, I rarely watch that match. I mean, it took me. Oh, probably six years to rewatch that match. Like, I just couldn't bring myself. And I mean, you watch it, you get that big lump in your throat. I mean, every time you watch, it's like, right, Japers, man. Like, you put the kid to his back and then you got rolled through. Like, but I'll, I'll go back one match, semifinals match, though, too. Uh, yeah, you got that, to remember. Yeah, and, and just banked them. Like, the score don't show it, but literally. You know, Coach Slifko had me, you, you, you know, because I, I, you know, not saying I was an entertainer, but, like, I like to score points on top. And, like, mm-hmm. Keith was like, just ride them. And it's like, come on, man. Like, turn me loose. I want to, you know, let's major them. And I, what, was, what would the score end up being? Was it 8-4? to four or... I don't have that written down. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I lit him up and, and I still remember it. So my brother was on the mat, warmed me up um, mm-hmm. for state that year, brother Ty and uh, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen by saliva was on before the round starts. <laughs> we're, we're warming up. Cause like I, at 119 at 119 pounds, you know, first mat available, you're going out there for, right. you know, for the, for the semis. And, uh, you know, I look over at him, and and I can see Tucker Weber there. He's pale, pale as can be, just as white as a ghost. And I, I'm like, I'm gonna rip his freaking head off today, man. Like, he's in my way, right? And and I, and and I was like in the zone. You could tell he was just, you know, maybe kind of shitting himself a little bit. <laughs> but uh, uh, and me and Tucker are friends too. Um, I mean, they have, they have no beef or squabble or anything like that. Uh, yeah, they were just competitive. Yeah. Yep. At the time. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, and that was, like I said, a lights out match, um, finals, 
yeah, I mean, the big takeaway, and, and I still teach it this way, like a fireman's carrier is my bread and butter on my feet, and, and I hit it. And so, it, I, like I said, I didn't know rankings. I didn't scout people. Mm-hmm. During the Grand March, I walked next to Dylan Miner the whole freaking time. Not I knowing that's no that I had no idea. I don't look at, I never looked at brackets. Like you got to beat them all to be the best. Right. Yeah. And it, it, I get, you know, he was kind of known for the, you know, the gator bacon double unders roll through. Um, so I had a fireman's bury him to his back, but mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't, didn't pop my head out. I left my, my head tucked in his armpit. Well, double underhook elevated my legs, rolled me through and, and like, as soon as I like, so I have him on his back. The next pitch, pitcher in the paper is like us both at a you know fifty degree parallel to the mat. And then when I say I was stuck, I was buried two seconds on my back. I mean, there was no getting off of it. It was tight, and and that, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I've never, never, you know, I wore the medal for the pitcher, but like to sit here and say i'm proud of it. it's like yeah i mean it, i mean i hugged my mom and asked her if you know was it worth it um because she, you know it was over her dead body i was wrestling 119 you know because that was too much weight to cut all that and she agreed it was worth it but like very very bitter about how that match went you know, like you know at cresco to you know we got what the second most state champions in the state of iowa um you know, on one side of the room, we put our place winner pitchers. The other side, you got your name up on the board. Um, you know, and and you can't change it. It's never going back up on the board. Um, so, so I would say, yeah, it's still, you sit, you know, a little uneasy about the whole situation. Um, yeah, I mean. You could you can shatter the inside of a, a Cliff Keen headgear. I'll tell you that. wow really yeah i don't remember doing it but yeah i remember in the hallway or whatever my brother uh said yeah i spiked her pretty damn good um might have threw a chair but yeah i remember grabbing my headgear uh like two weeks later for like practice or something and it's like this thing is in pieces man like Mm -hmm. (laughs) the whole inside plastic was shattered i mean yeah, I, 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 I put the medal on for podium. I mean, probably still would be in a trash can if my brother didn't grab it. But, like, yeah, I'm not going to be excited about getting second at state. You know, and that, that goes back to, like, it wasn't what you needed to hit your goals, like get your butt back to work type thing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean was was a fun run i mean definitely one of those things where you had to have a teammate wrestle in the finals too made it more special um yeah. I, that was the that was the first time crescott had two two guys in the finals since i want to say like 88 or something i can't remember who those were but it, it was a long time yeah and i i would say Sort of maybe I don't want to say unlikely guys, but you and Luke Sticka, like that would be a trivia question. Out of all the great wrestlers to come through, who were 
you know, the most recent teammates to be in the finals, Tanner Burke and, and Luke Sticka. Yep. And then we just yeah. did it again. Um, right. Uh, was it, uh, uh, was it Kittleson and Fawasek or was it Staffens and Fawasek? Was it Staffens? I don't Is it? Gosh. Is yeah, it Ryan Staffens. Yeah. It might have been. It might have been. God, was it Kittleson and, and Carter Fawasek? Andres Kittleson and, and Fawasek? I don't well, know. Oh, well, for some reason, was Kittleson at, I thought he was at Osage. But was he at Cresco before Osage? Yeah. Yep. You're also at Cresco a season or two. Okay. Yep. Okay. I might be completely wrong. God, I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> That's really bad because I was like, geez, yeah, glad we didn't go on another another big, you know, twenty some year drought of having multiple guys in the finals. Yeah, and you're right. It it is always a little more special when you have somebody to share that with, you know. Um, did I catch that you threw your, your metal in the trash? Yeah. Picked it out. Yeah, he grabbed it, but um you know, kind of just a bitter thing, but right. yeah, it's like I said, yeah, yeah. The second's the first loser. So, how special was it though <laughs> to have your your brother in the corner with you? You know, I remember him being there by your side at tournaments, and sometimes even in the corner. You know, yeah, we'd we'd get him a media pass and and stuff there for state, but yeah, he was. Uh, I, I mean. Yeah, it meant a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. no doubt. I mean, I mean, we were, you know, tight can be still every wrestling season, um, which is probably a little natural. I don't know how you and Cody are, but uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, once once wrestling season comes comes around, obviously you chat a lot more, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean. Like I said, he was at you and I, um, you know, he ended up having, I think a couple meniscus surgeries and, and just decided, you know, it doesn't want to be all banged up. And at yeah. the time there wasn't really a, a, for sure, you know, plan that he was going to end up ever varsity. Um, so he just, yeah, exited out early, but yeah, he, I mean, very influential on my career. I mean, he, he brought a lot of different workouts to the table. Um, you know, got got me a couple workouts there with, you know, Moza Faye, you and I, when I was in high school. I mean, so st- stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, was 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 definitely a good role model to have, and and, and you know, was being a little brother. You know, I would say willing to be a little bit of a you know a dick or, or push me to the yep, point of yep, wanting yep. to break in workouts, mm-hmm. and and yeah, I mean he was good on his feet. And I, and I, like I said, on, on my feet was by far my weakness and stuff, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he, yeah, was, yeah, I was very happy to have him in the corner. No doubt. Yeah. I remember. So then going into your senior year, um, I thought I ran into your dad once and he said you were going one thirty two because you were, you wanted a rematch with minor. I did. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely what's that i said i said who could blame you right like i said i mean I, I, it, it, well even after that match I should say this so you know we're leaving the marriott hotel down in des moines and in the lobby you know still feeling like crap dan gable comes up to me and uh 
you know, seen or yeah, seen yeah, I had the metal I was carrying or whatever out and stuff, and might even had had it on for a few pictures with, with you know other classmates that were down there and stuff like that. Quick and and he's like Bert Cresco, yep. Well, hey, you get home and you don't have to wait till you get home. You can do it on the drive home. You know, twenty one times for twenty one days in your head, and then when, and you practice this way also is. Every time you hit that fireman's pop your head out, you know, and, and, it, it, you know, so I mean, thought about it. And like I said, I still teach, you know, uh, I run our youth program. So, um, you know, still when I teach them, it, it's, you know, decide which side of the, the room you want to end up on. Right. Like if you want to, if you want to, you know, only have your picture of being on the podium on the wall, don't get your damn head out. If you want to be a state champ, pop your damn head out, <laughs> you know, and, and end up on the other side of the room. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just, uh, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, so, so it's, I mean, it still eats at me. So, right. um, yeah, to say my senior, and like I said, at 125, I think, preseason rankings had had me at 125 ranked number one which um it just was not feasible i mean i think i was walking around at like 156 and i'm still lifting you know four days a week um it definitely didn't do enough legs i would say but like Mm -hmm. it it was i mean i I had a pretty big upper body and, and and all that but uh uh by the time I cut down to thirties, you know, still look pretty skinny, but uh, you know, I, I could maintain my weight and never get over, you know, five over type thing. Um, where I, at 25, I would have been just sucking, mm-hmm. you know, sucking weight. I, I don't, I, I think I was ahead that one match or rest of that 25, my senior year. Uh, I think I was ahead. Oh, like 13, points in the in the second i i damn near didn't finish the match like just gassed like cut weight the wrong way that match um it was too much yeah you know and then a winning you know still just riding the kid out but i was like couldn't get it i i physically couldn't turn him because i was so weak but when i got to 130 it was yeah completely different and i definitely gave i mean that cut down I, I lost some mass. It was probably detrimental to the rest of the season, but, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, at one thirty, you know, my senior is pretty damn good. Uh, yeah. I think that year. Yeah. So like Cody Johnson from Nashville Plainfield, we wrestled them earlier in the year. Uh, I tech pinned him. I'm pretty sure. You know, he ends up being a state champ. Yeah. You know, like, it definitely had a, a lot of things rolling. And then, you know, did we wrestle that year? Me and you, right? I didn't think you were going to bring that up. <laughs> Why not? Uh, here, here's what I would say is, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you played your part on bottom, right? Like, did I, I don't even think I majored yet, did I? 
I, I see. I don't know. I, I thought I remember you just beating the snot out of me. But <laughs> it was physical, but you did a good job on bottom, man. Like <laughs> wide knees, definitely were fucking coach that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My uncle. Uh, I think I don't. I think that was kind of a a funky day or night because we were in McGregor, which is in our normal spot. And then I think we jumped around a little bit. I don't think I was even supposed to be out there. Um, I think maybe Taylor had Taylor Reichs had some weight issues going on. And here I was, uh, was that your freshman year? That would have been my sophomore year, actually. Sophomore year. Yeah. I like, I just didn't have the confidence. I was not near. I mean, I, I saw Tanner Burke and go, wow, he beat my brother. He's going to beat the, you know, the brakes off of me, (laughs) you know, so I was already just intimidated from the start and returning state finalists. I'm like, I don't belong out here. And so, but you were strong for, for sophomore, right? I didn't think I was. Yeah, no, I think I, I I do think I remember that. Like definitely. Yeah. Like (laughs) I couldn't have my way with it. You're frustrating to wrestle. Like, you know, Sorry like I said, very, 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 very well coached, very well coached. And, and, uh, you know, you filled the role of what the team needed. There was not give up a bunch of bonus points. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was probably like a deer in headlights, you know, even as a sophomore, I was just like, Ooh, like in over my head, I felt. Right. I don't know. You just but, intimidating. I don't know uh, the way you warmed up. You, like you had this, no, like no prisoners look on your face. You it was like the Tony Romo stare down, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. You know, and <laughs> like you said, you weren't. You you had a you were long. It seemed like like your 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 wingspan. I felt was pretty long for for this. You know what weight you were at, and I felt like you had long arms, and you were just like you said, you were good on top and. Yeah. Yeah. It was, de- yeah, it was definitely, uh, like, yeah, my wingspan or reach or whatever. I mean, it definitely was an advantage. I could trap a wrist on top. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was really good at bar arms, cheap tilts. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if someone gave me a wrist and a claw ride or, or, or two on one, I mean, we're going to rack up a bunch of points fast <laughs> and, and, uh, I mean, it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, senior year was a lot of fun for me. I mean, have you know we had a good. I mean, my good clique of friends there that that were out for wrestling. I mean, there's some classmates. So this weekend is actually my 15 year class reunion, and there's there's some kids on my team that that were in my class. I, oh, I hate to say it, I have I haven't I haven't talked to them since since uh, sectionals. Yeah, you know, because they yeah. they didn't they didn't, they didn't do their role. Right. Like they, they getting fifth or sixth as a senior or, you know, uh, at sectionals and then we don't go to team. Like what the hell guys, like where, where were the priorities at, you know? Cause we, I mean, we did, we had a pretty dang good, good class of wrestlers and, and stuff and, and some really good underclassmen that, yeah, we were kind of picked, uh, as the favorites there at sectionals and yeah, we kind of showed up and laid an egg. So. Mm-hmm. Well, how special was it then, you know, Mitch Kreiner, you said your best friend, you both make it to state. You know, I think that was the only, was that the only time he made it, you know, and you both, yeah. are, you two, unfortunately are the only two that make it, but you are, 
you know, really good friends. Uh, I suppose yeah, no, that, that, that was, that was a lot of fun. I mean, like, I mean, we, like I said, we've been childhood friends since we we're, you know, real small. And then, uh, uh, kind of that eighth grade year, kind of the, the benchmark for maybe us both stepping up and wrestling. Um, but yeah, Mitch was a super gifted or, or, you know, just naturally natural ability, a very good athlete. Um, you know, and I'd even say for, you know, for Mitch there too, if, if, you know, maybe one of these super clubs were around back then, um, you know, maybe his outcome or success would be a lot different, you know, of his career, because I mean, he was just so natural. Um, I mean, I, I bet you could put up a wrestling pair of wrestling shoes on him now and his high C would, you know, would look the same as it did 15 <laughs> years ago. Like, but you know, he was a, you know, four sport athlete lettered, you know, in all of them. And, um, Eesh. you know, so, but yeah, to get down there, um, and then, you know, I didn't lay an egg, but you know, uh, this is back again where they didn't see the state tournament. Right. So, yeah. um, which I'm not in favor of seeding it, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, I run into, you know, a state champ second round, I'm a returning finalist and, um, we basically had the state finals matching the quarters and, and that, you know, it was a common thing, you know, that, that, that's, that's why it was the Iowa state tournament, mm-hmm. um, had, had Quinn Leith second round, um, you know, and then that's, you know, the tough round to come back. You, if you lose in the front side, you get a, a guy that's fresh on the backside that hadn't wrestled yet that day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think I lost like seven to three or seven to four to Leith. I think it was like five, three. And I tried something to make it seven, three or whatever. But, um, I think he ended up with a cheap tilt in the second and uh x line gave him near fall i went for a cheap tilt in the third um ended up not getting the two swipes you know and then trying something at the end and and, uh and stuff but yeah i get put to the backside was not you know in the right frame of mind to be on the mat you know i i think i gave up a penalty point out of bounds, shoved a kid, like got taken down right after that, get rode out, you know, then, then, you know, my goal was to go down there and win a state title, not to go, you know, and, and I couldn't get my head back on it to go get the next best thing, a third. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I remember the grand March starts and like you hear the music. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I couldn't be in the building, man. Like I, I walk down the stairs or whatever and, and go out and stand outside. I couldn't watch, you know, and which, you know, yeah, a good friend like Dave Anderson. I remember I did, did the radio with him uh, for many for a couple of years after I graduated college. There he did the cadet radio um, for wrestling, and, and you know he kind of picks me up. I'm, I'm I'm laying in a freaking puddle out in the hallway, and, and you know it's like there's nothing to hang your head about. It's like at at the time, like you know, 
you're, you're feeling like just a huge disappointment and stuff. And right. it's like, so, I mean, there is always a support system there, which, you know, was, was lucky, but yeah. And, and I would say too, like looking back at it, like, I, I don't know if I was, if I was, you know, where my focus was, I don't know if I was ever capable to go get third in that scenario, but like, Man, you you should have been able to get back up on the horse and at least go win the next match, right? Like, mm-hmm. but but yeah, no, it uh, it was. I mean, high school was fun, a lot of fun. Um, you know, and then uh, oh, after that, didn't make my decision to go to U and I until it was late, like in April. Um, wrestled out at Virginia Beach. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, uh, so lost first round in a splatel by a kid that got eighth. So I was ahead, like pretty big, and uh, and I'm getting splatled in the third and and stuck. And uh, that kid goes on to get eighth, and I was yeah, I, I felt like I was a lot better, but um, went to the back back backside and like. If you lose that first round, you didn't wrestle. I bet it was 18 hours later. Like, yeah, I didn't wrestle the rest of the day. I had to get through that. The second round, um, I think I won like, I was like a round out or two rounds out. Jordan Oliver won the bracket. <laughs> but uh, yeah, was was definitely one of those things where, um, got got a little bit of exposure um you know uh penrith is out there uh was actually debating on um going to nyack at the time in mason city mm-hmm. um but always you know like always had that dream of being a panther you know and it was it goes back to being young you know my stepdad was a panther um my old brother adam was ty was my sister was like, and, and I would say like, I wasn't open to other schools. Cause like, I mean, I, I, I was very open to NIAC. I was, um, you know, I think my brother had a visit kind of lined up for me to go to Iowa too, at one point. And it's just like, you know, I don't, if I'm gonna go D1, like I wanted to be a pain, like I wanted to be a Panther, you know? Yeah. Um, but there was a point in time, uh, I didn't, I honestly, I figured I was ending up in the Marines. Really? You know, just, yeah. Loved, lo, you know, loved working out and loved hunting. Right. You know, and, and, uh, <laughs> he, you know, kind of a, a, you know, weird thought, but like the, the Marine guy, I wouldn't say talk me out of it, but he's like, if you're doing this to get your school paid for, like, you're going to get a scholarship somewhere. And like, and that's what, you know, ended up happening at you and I was got what like a book scholarship or something and uh uh first yeah to first year or whatever was yeah prove yourself type thing and and uh you know really the you know the decision to go to cedar falls so i took my visit uh cruise heiress was my host or whatever and get to hang out with you know moza fay and brett robbins and um it just felt like at home right away. Um, you know, and, and, and Brad, Brad Penneth, you know, took, you know, 
went to bat for me. Uh, knew I was kind of on the fence with uh, Nyack and stuff, and he's like, "If I could have you now and have you for five years, why would I want you to go two years to Nyack, man? Like, get get here now, like." And it was like, you know, all right, decisions made, man. I'm gonna be Panther, like. Mm-hmm. You know, because and I would say too, there's a little bit of doubt, like you know, my performance at at high school state, you know, my senior year, like didn't place, didn't place at at um, Virginia Beach, you know, didn't place at at postseason nationals at the dome, you know, my junior year, I I freaking got like third or fourth at postseason nationals, like so it's kind of like wasn't quite sure that's where I belonged either. Like I had kind of second out, you know, second guessed myself, but, uh, uh, was happy with my decision. No doubt going to you and I. Yeah. And how'd you, so sounds like at you and I, um, some shoulder, shoulder issues on your left shoulder. They're just sort yeah. of cut, cut it short. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, my my freshman year, what was it? Uh, oh, it was a week week of or week before wrestle loss. Um, you know, size so at one one thirty three is where I was going to be at. Um, end up, it was like Halloween week, or I, I think right on Halloween I had my surgery or something, and um, torn labrum. I mean, thing, yeah, it needed to be done hindsight i wish i would have you know either got a quarter zone shot or or toughed it out because like everything from that point forward was like worst case scenario right mm-hmm. um so get the front side of my shoulder fixed then a little bit of a yeah whatever they call it uh reattach my bicep then um do the physical therapy the rehab you know all that for three to six months, like they say, you know, supposed to be at full strength six months later. Well, we're, we're doing wrestling camps and, and in between sessions, having live practice. And, um, yeah, I'm out there and I'm like, dude, this thing does not feel right. Like wrestling live. And, and, and I can remember, you know, like this, this is a tough love of a D one room. Like your ass is finishing practice. Like, if 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 you really think it's torn, go to the doctor after. But like, you need to tough this one out, man. Like, and and I can see why they treat you that way too, because you know, for the last six months you've been injured, you didn't say, you know, these goes are getting, you know, the dog days of summer, they're getting tough. You know, like you're not, you know, you can't take these away out. And it's like, nah, it's it's messed up. Mm-hmm. Go go run over to our uh, team doctor which you don't get a decision i mean at the time like didn't get a decision where to go like went back to the same doctor and uh oh man is your shoulder bad i'm like yeah we need to do an mri he's like i had that inkling you know like probably should have done the backside too when i was in there mm-hmm. and it's like you you had that inkling and you, and you freaking did and so now here's another six months out of my life right mm-hmm. you know and uh but still was was in excruciating pain after a second surgery so then that why that following march so it'd be march of 2010 i've heard and uh did a full 360 capsule shift on it 
do physical therapy crap out of the sock. Um, they're like, uh, don't know tell you. Well, codone, you know, five of them a day, you know, every week you got a new fill. You're good. Like that went on for probably about a year and then go down to Iowa city and, and get, look at a different opinion. It's like, no doctor wants to put their name on it on a shoulder it's already trash like if i do something and it don't work i'm gonna get the finger pointed at me right like so i i I took the physical therapy route and um down in iowa city and uh i mean great staff down there so i was driving down there once to twice a week um since you know basically after that so a few months after that first surgery but like it, it was to the point where like it, it looked permanently dislocated because I had so much trauma on my shoulder within three months or within, within 18 months of yeah. the three surgeries um, that my muscles, my muscles forgot to work. So like down at Iowa city, they like took it all the way back to like basics. Like, all right, you need to do this exercise. So we can strengthen that one muscle there and it was like once we get that one strength and then we'll do this muscle and it's like just so it didn't look like it was permanently dislocated i mean it was it was nasty so yeah i mean was never gonna get clear again live i mean yeah it was very i mean it was a bitter thing man like yeah was and i I would that i mean that would be a thing do like uh so yeah kind of a, a better collegiate career you know mm-hmm. yeah you said you were basically um kind of had to change your identity because you were you were wrestling yeah. too long and I, I i feel that you know i feel like there's a lot of people who who deal with that like oh my gosh wrestling's over now what do i do like right what did you get your degree in uh, business marketing. Okay. You know, and like, I, I mean, I excelled at it, but like, I didn't try, you know, like <laughs> school was just, I mean, it was just easy for me. And, uh, um, you know, I, I had one semester where I needed to get my head screwed on, but like, I think a lot of kids go through that in, high, in college, but like, you know, and a lot of that stemmed to, like I said, my identity, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't drink in high school at all, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, got to college and it was, you know, I mean, looking back, it was probably an issue, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely was, was not ready to adjust to like, uh, you know, trying to close that chapter of my life type thing. But like, you know, the bitterness of how it ended and stuff. Like when I got home, like, I remember, you know, when I moved back home or whatever, I packed up all my wrestling stuff out of my room. It's like, I don't, I mean, that it's gone. Like it's over, you know, I had a year left or two years left technically of eligibility. If I wanted it, you know, moved on. Um, didn't, didn't want to be reminded of, you know, that person. And, and, uh, uh, it wore off really fast. Cause I mean, literally by the end of that summer of moving home after my senior year at college, I, I, uh, you know, was already 
committed to being part of the youth program, you know, so that was what September of 2012, mm-hmm. you know, so this will be, Oh yeah, this, this fall will be my 11th year coach in our youth program. Dang. You know, so like, which is, that's scary to believe too. <laughs> I got all these years already invested in it. And then, you know, my kids are just getting into it now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have a question for you. So I remember when you used to, um, when you would go down, you would kind of spread your arms out and kind of do like a, I don't, you like, basically you touch your shoulder blades. So you put your arms out, you touch your shoulder blades, basically like your shoulder blades would touch. You'd just be, you know what I mean? Yep. And then you'd set your hands on the mat. Um, but why, why'd you do that? I'm just curious. So I, I was, I was always laces flat. Okay. Right. So like knees or my knees were flat on the mat or my, my shoelaces were flat on the mat. Yep. Knees were wide. Um, a lot, like a lot, was like muscle tightness and stuff. In my arms from riding on top, like huh. my my forearms would be extremely tight, but like very much routine. I don't know if you remember before my matches, like uh, you know, I kind of do a squat and then jump up, and when I was in midair, I you know slap my knees, you know. Yes. And like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very much routine. Like everything was like, you know, it was all 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 just kind of part of like getting getting my you know like get my head straight and and then you know that kind of arm stretch thing was you know do that before every every time you went down like i wouldn't say i was like ocd or like uh superstitious type thing but like mm-hmm. it, it was just kind of part of my thing of how i got set on bottom and, and um you know I, I i wasn't you know great on bottom but i, I never really got road I mean, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Coach Hanson over at Luther, I spent a lot of time with him where it's like, give up a stall call, you know, bury your head down, um, you know, make them reach over top, but like, do not let them get inside wrist, right? And like, and that was always, you know, the plan was with a wide, wide base was you're going to get a hand and then get up to your feet, not I'm hitting a stand up, blowing the roof off type thing. It was like, you're going to get off a bottom and get your one point. Eventually it's just, it might not be that, that, you know, flashy three second, you know, mm-hmm. 10 second escape type thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that makes sense, you know, no, like, no, it doesn't sound like your OCD or anything. Some people do things, certain things that just kind of center themselves. You know, they go out of bounds. They, they pull up a, their socks to just kind of refocus and like, okay, you know, like just bring you back to the match you know, and just slow things down and be like, okay, this is my routine. What's going on? The match is this, Yep. you know? So yeah, you get those quirks. I didn't like, right. like my brother, he would, he would wipe his nose before every shot. And a kid, like I figured that out on him. It's like, <laughs> what? yeah. Yeah. Like my brother, I kind of like wipe his nose and then he would pull the trick. Like, and he didn't even realize he was doing it. Like weird quirks wow. like that. Like people yeah. have, well, yep. He would wipe his so, before he shot. Yeah, kind of like you know, like scratch, like yeah. Hmm. It was weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, no weird quirks or anything. <laughs> or, or I would say, <laughs> no, no, no OCD stuff had to do it. But like, yeah, they all like, and I always know, like when I would do that, 
you know, squat thing before the match and jump up, slap my knees. Like mm-hmm. I, I was definitely into WWF and like the theatrics of it, but like mm-hmm. was nothing, was nothing like trying to be an entertainer, but like, you, you know, after it had kids always look up, looked up to me and stuff. And like all of a sudden they're doing it before their matches. It's like, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of cool to see that too, you know, yeah. just <laughs> the influence you can have on them and, and stuff. But <laughs> But yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. And now I just want to, you know, end here, just kind of talk a little bit about what you're doing now. You said you work at, uh, what's the co-op called? Um, uh, Farmers Joint Co-op. Yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah, like a, how many locations? I think we have like 11 agronomy sites and you don't have agronomy. Um, but but uh, yeah, assistant procuring product for for chemicals um, for the co-op. And how many kids do you have? I got four. Four kids. So uh, uh, got two. Yep. So all this is nine. Uh, uh, was seven going to be going to sec, uh, second grade and she just she placed at state at au super pb this last year nice um and she's a mat rat like yeah, yeah like like we, we're still wrestling two to three nights a week right now with <laughs> her like going over to decora coach full hearts uh got the northeast Star wrestling club and yeah love it. like Leaf or yeah, mm-hmm. Olympian. Like yeah. you got that type of resource within 20 minutes of a year, and I go drive to it. So, um, and then twin boys that are that just turned five. So yeah, I got got. Like I said, three three of the four are wrestling. Um, the oldest doesn't, but uh, yeah, they're all they're in the Crest Youth Wrestling Club, but and uh, yeah, kind of kind of weird to have already 11 years of coaching and then you know with just my kids still coming up you know it could be another what seven in it so it's like yeah yeah. but i enjoy it i enjoy it the Cresco youth wrestling club i mean we get damn near like 20 percent of enrollment Mm -hmm. to go out like i mean we have 120 some kids in our in our youth program so, and, and fortunate enough to have, you know, a good, we have a board or whatever, um, you know, it's like, uh, Paul Fisk, you know, uh, he's on it. Um, and then, uh, uh, Justin Sovereign, Hunter Slifka does a great job. Um, we got our, he, he kind of heads our golf outing that we have coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, Caleb Linhart, Josh Larson, um, Tom Smoss, he's on it. I mean, yeah, so many. I mean, you, you, I mean, a lot of, a lot of rich wrestling names there, and, and we're even fortunate enough to steal one from from MFL there with a the fist boy. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Did you say Paul? He's on the board. Yeah. Yep. So uh, his boy is uh, uh, my nephew. There, he he's what going into third grade. Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't hasn't podiumed at super peewee but like very very competitive um 
you know, he, you know, he, he's multi-sport, uh, which, you know, obviously at third grade, they should be, um, but like whatever, it's kind of fun. Like whatever sport is going on, he's all in. So like mm-hmm. right now it's baseball. So like they're all in <laughs> on baseball <laughs> every day, but like very, very much, uh, you know, Campbell's got a lot of drive. Um, so, I mean, one of those things that if he sticks with it, uh, you know, I, I could see this guy being the limit there too. Like just, just, you know, very so competitive. He hates losing that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, he'd let his arm get ripped off. So. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. Special thanks to my guest, Tanner Burke, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. And also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and my brand new Facebook page. You're more of my content. Don't forget to check out my website at letstalkwrestlingpodcast.my.canva.site. As always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. Take care. See you next time.